All right, we're back for more. <laughs> My two guests have just started eating donuts. That uh, looked like uh, Jeff Stryker came on all three of them. Stryker's Island. There used to be like a huge billboard on Santa Monica and La Cienega. And I, I actually tried to rent it because I thought it was like a, a, like a parody of uh, Escape from Alcatraz. And uh, there was no escaping from Stryker's Island. Talking to the mic, man. Oh, I didn't know we were live. Dude. Yeah, we're live. I'm just introing the show. What do you think we're doing? This is radio, not TV. That's have <laughs> uh, been introduced yet. Let him intro the show. That's the great uh, Hart Bachner telling that to Hans von Gruber and Die Hard. <laughs> Hans, what's with the gun? This is radio, not TV. Put away the gun. All right, uh, we, you know, as many of you know, there was a mishap uh, when I, when uh, my H4N recorder asked me a question saying uh, fragment disc. I said yes. I erased uh, two two-hour episodes of Inappropriate Earl. But we're back. These guys are back for more, like Rat would say. Uh, to my left is the great uh, one and only Sandy Danto eating uh, his jelly donut. And it's actually a bacon donut. Bacon torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> and Carlos Herrera, he's a man of mystery in the comedy world. I mean, uh, he's the only man who's been engaged for six years after meeting the girl for six days. <laughs> Guys, thank you for coming back. I know that, uh, you know, just get a nap. the mystery guest? The mystery guest uh, will be coming here in about an hour. Oh, Jesus, dude. I, I like thought we'll be done by then. You might be. I mean, this might be done in 10 minutes, and then I could, uh, you know, she's also a controversial. Ah! <laughs> she's a controversial figure in the world of stand-up. Got a lot of heavy hitters chasing her. And uh, you know she's moving and grooving through the the, the cesspool of LA comedy. She's moving and grooving. Back in the New York Gruber, Eric Gruber was due to be here, but uh, what happened? You know, I only got three mics, man. And you know, this is two been, Garys. I I did an open mic the other night, and then last week I did an open Gary. <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Loss. <laughs> Gary Muldeer. <laughs> Old school comic. Do you guys need some napkins or uh, no, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're touching the mic that David Arquette, Tani Katane, and Josh Meyerowitz touched. <laughs> Autistic Thunder. It's really good to have. I a got pod- a good parking spot. Where'd you park? Right outside Fiesta Cantina. Oh yeah, you're on the meter program. <laughs> so you, got you a know, real good parking spot. Some. <laughs> Inside Fiesta Cantina, the you're bathroom. Gonna, you were, you were out of too. <laughs> you were out of control uh, yesterday on my Facebook page. I, I posted I was at Equinox, and like my phone kept buzzing, and I got literally like twelve replies. Eleven of them were Carlos with these inside jokes. Even I don't get. <laughs> Dude, I'm parked on P1. Next one, dude, I'll see you at the steam room. Next one, say hello to Fabio. The next one, say hello to the two guys from Dallas. <laughs> Josh Henderson and Jesse Metcalf. Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> so now, Sandy, uh, let, you, you know, we like to talk about the roast battle. Uh, you were a major part of it last night. Yeah, I was the undercard. And you uh, you did a first for the roast battle. You were three different characters. No, I was two. They they cut it off. But but mainly I, I was Polly. 
and and, and Jason Tebow, the great Tebes, Tebes, uh, TBS. Uh, he was uh, various characters, and uh, I thought that was a nice uh, swerve to the roast battle. Yeah, we want to do it again. We didn't write any jokes beforehand. We just kind of... It must be it hard, though. Yeah, it was really fun. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I've never been. Well, you know, you'll make your return to the store one of these days. You'll be back for more, like Rat would say. <laughs> and uh, how are the donuts, guys? Who's going to eat the third one? Well, I bought the that one for Sandy. With the strawberry on top. <laughs> yeah, you love those berries. <laughs> uh, I like Barry. I like Jonathan's. Barry Sobel. Barry Katz. Barry Larkin. <laughs> Barry Bonds. Barry Barry. Fred Barry from Rerun. From What's Happening. <laughs> He's my favorite Barry. Pink Barry. <laughs> uh, I might have to go easy just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just be cool, you know, and let's just uh, try and recapture the magic of... Uh, the, the first one was so good, the one that Yeah, I know. Well, what was good about it is we got some really good stories out of you. Yeah. Yeah, but this podcast is going to no, be more no. about you guys. No, we want to talk about you, though, because there's like, you know, there's the you that the internet knows. You know, you talk about Backpage and stuff on Twitter and, you know... Attention LA comments. <laughs> yeah. You know... Well, you know, I try to keep it like, real. Jamar and stuff. Let's talk more about like the gangbangs, dude, on Tohini. Attention LA Comics. Use, <laughs> using Gerard Carmichael's HBO special as your credit because you're in the audience doesn't count on IMDb. Dude, can I write that? I might have to live yeah. tweet that. <laughs> I mean, you know. That's I'm, a good one. I'm sure Carmichael has a lot of Palmers coming after him now. Oh, for sure. Were you there at the HBO taping? No, I was headlining an open mic in the Century City. So, <laughs> and I think I started like Avenue six of the Sars. Avenue of the Bars. <laughs> <laughs> used to be a a hot strip club on Avenue of the Stars. Twenty twenty. I'd always go Where? there. Uh, just in the mall. You know, I'd go there with uh, Stephen. In the mall. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. I mean, used to be the Playboy Club. Jesus, dude. That. <laughs> That donut's a fucking... That's no joke, that donut. Donut? I need a bath after. <laughs> how, how is it? It's really good. You're going to need some toilet paper after that. I mean. Baby wipes. Baby oil. Baby wipes. Baby doll from WCW. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, that was the good part about the first one we recorded. Wait, I want to know why you bumped us so many times. Well, here's the, you know, when I first started this podcast, I thought, oh, I'll just tape like 20 of them. And then if someone can't do it one week, I'll just release one. And yeah. uh, in hindsight, looking back, it was probably a big mistake. You know, I should, this one will air tonight. Uh, oh, really? I'm just going to release it, uh, or, to, you know, when I get home. Dude, from just my, do it tonight. I'll be at the Ice House in an hour. This will air six hours after that. So, uh, you know, just. You know, trying to be more proactive. And uh, even uh, the last episode of Inappropriate Earl was a uh, with hot... N- with Nose? A hot dose of me at the Camarillo Moose Lodge in I 2009. Listened I, l- I listened to the Nose one. Yeah, it was all right, you know. I mean, I liked it. I listened to it. Uh, I was on the treadmill. I mean, the... Uh, on the wh- second floor. Equinox. You know, I'm trying to get it going. You know, I need some more celebrities on what the show. What percent of your listenership... Belongs to Equinox. Just me. Zero. <laughs> uh, I, li- I listen. 
I mean, I don't think uh, Russell Peters listens to this, so uh, I'm trying to get him in on the mix. Where does he go to the gym? He probably has his own individual equinox. Oh, I bet he has right. his one at private, yeah, one yeah. In his house. Probably hire some big black guy to, you know, run him around the treadmill in his FUBU gear. And, <laughs> you know. Jesus. Dude. I see Paulie at Equinox. He's always yeah, he's there a lot. working it. Paulie. Yeah, dude. You got to do, you got to, you know what you got, the move is to, to be on your phone and like looking like you're busy while you're on the treadmill. <laughs> oh, he's the master doing that. The hot girl will walk in, you know, 800 yards away from him. He looks up instantly like one of those Battlestar Galactica droids. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's what happens when I work out with you. Yeah. Except it's not a girl. It's some guy from an 80s movie. <laughs> yeah, but you... Uh, well, I saw Peter Weller there the other day at the Beverly Hills uh, Equinox. Nine, I, oh, uh, on Wilshire? Yeah, in the Willie How Morris. is that one? That's all right. The it's like LA Beverly Fitness. Hills High. A lot of Persians and, uh, you know, middle-class jabronis. Have you ever worked out at the Beverly Hills Sports Club? Uh, the one on, on Motor? On, it's on, like, Wilshire and... And it's right next to WME. You know that's, what I'm talking that's about. The old oh, that's the fitness. That's yeah. the new Equinox. Oh. It used to be Sports Club LA. Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Equinox bought Sports Club LA. Yeah, from Mike Talla, who used to own the Sports Connection gym chain, which I worked at. <laughs> if you're familiar with Sports, towel Con- boy. I, I couldn't Dude, get give hired. Me a towel, just give it to me. I couldn't get hired at Equinox on Sepulveda. Now I'm a fucking member. So uh, Janelle, who wouldn't hire me, sucks salt. <laughs> you, you twat and you know so but i don't hold grudges so <laughs> you should have been in the my movie pain and game my stomach hurts I'm, well you just donuts. ate a donut that probably has more sugar on it than uh you know most people eat in a year <laughs> and you're about to eat a second one yeah i'll probably get into the other one i bet I, I just I want to know one who the mystery guest is. You'll see when that you, it makes it not a mystery if he tells you. Miss Mystery. That was a good song by Black and Blue <laughs> back in the day. I, I want to. Okay. Well, then I want to. I want. We don't have to go over the same gangbang stories that you deleted. Control conveniently deleted. Yeah. I deleted them. <laughs> Wait, did you delete them on purpose? No. Wait, ha- didn't you say some of it was recovered? What happened was uh, I put the. Uh, the set, not the sound card, but the memory card in the Zoom recorder, and it said fragment disk. I didn't know what that meant. I actually hit no, and it didn't register. So I said, "Oh, maybe I just should hit yes." And it, I guess when you fragment a disk, it deletes everything. So one of Don Barris's Ding Dong Show fans said, "I can find it. I have a program." So he okay. He uh, did whatever he did, and there was like thirty minutes of the other podcast. Can you tack it onto this one? But it's not of your guys. Oh uh, yeah, more than one. Who? Okay, this is my buddies Chris and Cole, and I, I put it up on. It's you know, it sounds good. Colin, Cole Young, <laughs> forever young. <laughs> well, I want to know how young. you met Miami Steve. Uh, Miami Eric. Yeah. How many friends with the nickname Miami do you have? Um, you know, uh, just Miami Eric, and then there's uh, Monty the Jew, uh, Slick Rick, Sport. Uh, sport is one his real name ever used on these podcasts. Who are you? Um, I'm uh, Slim. Everyone calls me Slim. All right. Can you? I want to know about the dynamic of you and the group. I want to know about Miami, Eric, where you guys used to go. I know you guys used to go to Beverly and Doheny. These are all your your pre comedy friends that were in that were agents and producers. That as soon as they convinced you to become a comic, 
got out of the business. Yeah, my one friend who's a huge manager still to this day is like the only one who uh, stayed in the business. Uh, he's the one I remember we were driving outside uh, the Beverly Center on 3rd and La Cienega. He's like, dude, you should take some acting classes or whatever. You're funnier than any of our clients. And they had, he was at, uh, I think, William Morris at the time. Mm-hmm. You know. So like, yeah, so I started and then they all left to get into real estate. <laughs> so I mean, we used to go to these high-end pussy parties. Where they were, they were at a different place each week because the heat was on. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and and this guy Anderson Chang, he was like, he would call us some go, guys, we're having a party tonight. Come on the list. It was a hundred dollars to get in, but we'd get in for free because he liked us, and he, I think he was a bone smoker, <laughs> so he, and he wanted to fuck Eric, who was like a really good-looking dude. So we'd go to these pussy parties at high-end five-star restaurants. One was on Beverly uh, Glen in Santa Monica. One was at Russian Roulette in Century City, and there'd there'd be these sex parties. I want to know about that right now. It was crazy. You'd walk in and you imagine going into the Palm and having it be dark. Dude, I'm imagining it right now. And guys, famous athletes, actors, comics, uh, you know, are blowing their baby batter (laughs) where some guy's going to be paying for a $100 meal tomorrow. (laughs) It was crazy. Wow. And how often would these take place? Once a week, and then Anderson, <laughs> Anderson kind of fell off the face of the earth. Or Orsini's on Pico. That was a great one because the rub-out room was on the second floor right above the dance floor. So, like, all my friends would be blowing loads onto the dance floor. <laughs> well, it's, it's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> while people are dancing, my buddy Dirty Warren... <laughs> Dirty Warren. Who had like eight VIP cards to Fantasy Island with eight different names. <laughs> he was an animal. I mean, we had some gang bangs at his house, too. He was great. Though. Where do you live? Um, he lived in Westwood, you know, like on Malcolm and, and Olympic. And he, we had a few scenes at his place. <laughs> the best was one time this girl, had, I don't know, she'd fuck like seven or eight of us. And I was the last man standing. And uh, I remember I walk into his place. She's like, who the hell are you? And my buddy's like, he's got more money than all of us. He's like, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> so she'd taken loads for like four hours. I mean, she looked like Alice Cooper at the Encore of one of his concerts. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy says, honey, you're the type of girl I'd like to bring home to my mom. And, uh, you know, she got pissed off and said, you know, fuck off, pay me. Oh, my favorite. Were these escorts? Uh, they, my buddies had used escorts at the time, you know. My yeah. favorite story is the one where you're with a, uh, not a famous person, but a, a notable name. Well, the wife of a notable name. Which is very topical because where I dropped her off was <laughs> Donald Sterling's hotel on uh, Wilshire and uh, Comstock. Right. The story where... Oh, yeah, you dude, left your old girlfriend. To, dude, to, to my, Miami my, my friends called me. This is before texting. My <laughs> friends called me. They're like, dude, come, come to the Four Seasons. I got a live one. Well, so I'm in bed with so my I'm girlfriend. So I'm in bed with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I Miami get up. Eric has to go to the airport. <laughs> There's no more taxis in the whole country. I got to take them. <laughs> the buses are down, and you can't run. So I got to take them to this flight that leaves in 20 minutes. <laughs> 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 so I show up. I just leave. Uh, no, it was what the the Wilshire. Grant. No, was it the no, four no, seasons? Was at my, uh, no, it was my buddy uh, who since I just learned committed suicide. Uh, 
Let me let me see what I, he didn't really have a nickname. I'll, I'll just call him uh, Hot Tub Johnny too. <laughs> this guy was great. I look, would have said that too. Great looking guy. Worked at a big agency. Uh, I get the call. Go over to uh, JG's house, and uh, you know you never seen a car drive so fast at three in the morning to get somewhere. And you left it running on your I'm red driving beamer. through red lights. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like. Uh, I'm like uh, Adrian Barbeau and uh, Ernest Borgnine at the end of Escape from New York. <laughs> when they're, Great uh, movie. Trying yeah. to uh, Great navigate, navigate the uh, 34th Street Bridge that's mined. And uh, so I get get there. I couldn't find parking. I just left my car in the middle of Doheny. Lights <laughs> running. Car on. I, get, I, I open the door and I'll never forget the visual. It was like that opening scene in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Just bodies everywhere. I mean, used rubbers that look like rice patties. I mean, <laughs> just everyone. My one buddy, uh, Miami Dan, looked up at me and goes, are you a girl or a guy? <laughs> um, so they said the girl's back there, but we're out of condoms. And then I'm like, well, what do you have? He's like, well, go in the kitchen, get whatever. And so the first thing I saw was a Pringles can. Uh, that's not gonna work. Dude, I'm not Mandingo. And then uh, who is? And then I saw Mandingo. Mandingo is Mandingo. Mandingo meet Mandingo. Uh, <laughs> so I saw an uh, unopened uh, container of Ritz crackers. I opened up the uh, the cardboard box. I got the plastic wrapper off, and I dumped all the crackers out. And then I, if I, that were me, I would have got distracted and eaten all the crackers. Well, I had a cracker or two to give me some off. carbohydrates. And, uh, <laughs> I took her into uh, Hot Tub Johnny's, uh, I guess his business office, and where, where there's scripts everywhere. I mean, you know, and these were to big movies. Any good ones? Though? Um, I think there was, uh, you know, Indiana Bones and the Temple of Poon. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. So I, you know, I looked down. I'll never forget it. The light was on. I looked down at her uh, private area, and uh, oh my god, it it uh, looked like the thing Boba Fett fell into. <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. Did you go in? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, so I did my thing, and uh, you know, uh, were there people around you? No, no, they were all passed out, and and just you know, some guy had a banana stuck up his ass. I mean, it was just. You, you know craziness and <laughs> so she started looking a little roughed up and she had bruises all over her oh my and, and God. just makeup running and, and just this girl had taken you know just bit, been major punishment yeah she looked like Tex Cobb after his fight with Larry Holmes I mean just, oh my God <laughs> so I said listen I'll give you a ride home Dude, my car's already running my, just my, we'll go in <laughs> she didn't even remember where her pants were so she puts on a jacket underwear that looked like it had been through an oil pit <laughs> and we get in the car and i hadn't really noticed when she put it on but i'm like oh you have a she had shelby motors on her jacket i'm like oh my god shelby motors carol shelby the the creator of maybe the greatest car ever the the cobra mustang you know carol shelby and she looks at me and goes no I'm, that's my husband <laughs> That's so crazy. So I dropped her off at Donald Sterling's hotel, and uh, she asked me to come upstairs. I mean, that shows you her sexual appetite. Did you go upstairs? No, I was I was tapped out. Didn't man. you call your friends and tell them you knew of a live one? I yeah, and then they tried to take her out on 
a day. No, no. That's well. I mean, this that's is my the next part. I yeah. call my friend Steroid Rob and Little Albert, <laughs> and uh, they were like gym rats at, at the gym I worked at, Sports Pain Connection. Game. Albert meet Rob. Rob meet Albert and uh, Fat Albert. <laughs> Rob Roy. <laughs> Rob Ray from the Buffalo Sabers. Um, <laughs> So I said, listen, Rob's like, I'll tell her I'm a famous bodybuilder. I'm like, you don't have to. Albert's like, I'll tell her I play for the Raiders. I'm like, first of all, you look like Gary Coleman. She's not going to believe you play for the fucking Raiders. Um, just go over there. So I drop him off. Three days later, they call me. I'm like, hey, man, how was it? They're like, how was it? We're still here. <laughs> I mean, this girl had a sexual appetite, unlike any woman I've ever met. So then words started getting around about this girl. She, she'll, you know, she'll bone you all night, all day. I mean, it's free. I mean, she, you didn't even have to take her out. I mean, she just, just either was trying to get back at her husband or something. Didn't even have to take her to Dantana's, dude. Dantana, Vegas, Robert Urich, Bart Braverman is Benzer. <laughs> Judy Landers is the secretary. Audrey Landers on Dallas. <laughs> So my buddy uh, Jumpin' Jay, he's like, well, I'm going to take her to dinner. I'm like, you, dude, you don't have to do that. <laughs> and, uh, so he takes her to dinner <laughs> and uh, goes to take her to play pool. She calls me the next day. I'm like, hey, how was Jay? He's got a big dick, right? He's like, I never saw it. I'm like, what? You never saw it? You've had sex with half of California and you didn't fuck my friend Jason? What was wrong with him? He's like, he took me to pool. I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? He's like, I'm not fucking any guy that can't beat me in pool. <laughs> it's amazing. What if she's the mystery guest tonight? <laughs> I would love it, man. I mean, you know, I'm I'm out of that game. You know, I'm I'm I'm, you know, uh, I've had some uh, unpleasant experiences in the last couple of years. So I'm. What happened? I'm Frank and Ernest with my women. Frank in Chicago, Ernest in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what Ernest? happened in the last couple of years? Uh, you know, just uh, unpleasantries and, uh, you know, just trying to get back in the game. And uh, But what game are you trying to get back into? The game of love. But Chocolate like, love. <laughs> monogamous love yeah, or yeah, like yeah. gang bangs on no, Tohini? My, my gang bang days are over, you know. I think uh, maybe I'm being be naive, over. but it sounds like the days of those kind of things going on is over now unless you're a twink yeah well unless you're at brian singer's house uh delivering a script for transformers <laughs> <laughs> why don't you transform your dick into my ass <laughs> i don't think what brian singer was doing if i had his money and i was that famous i'd be having big titted parties yeah, yeah totally so, but so you probably wouldn't be doing it with 14 year old girls like this guy and the good. scandal would be you'd get in trouble for turning girls away that don't have big enough tits yeah. and they're like 34 <laughs> C's he uh, should be paying these kids though a lot of money just to be quiet well, yeah. yeah I don't know why he didn't do that it's like Sterling should have paid off that gorilla <laughs> and uh, I mean who does her skincare seal? well I oh god it, her skin is terrible oh I mean it's got like I thought it was Lieutenant Castillo from Miami Vice <laughs> <laughs> He should have paid her off. Now he's, you know. Yeah, but then once once somebody takes you for a ride like that, yeah, they're gonna tell other people, and then they're gonna be all kinds of people coming out of the woodwork trying to blackmail you. I mean, I'm sure she's not the only, you know, fishy gash in Sterling's life. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but she's the first one to to take him for a ride like that. Well, I bet you know, two weeks before that, he called her a cunt, or he was out with some new younger twat, and he's like, "I'll show you a cunt," and then ratted him out. Rat patrol. What's your plan now to get like back in the game of love? 
Just, uh, you know. Be uh, the ultimate male. Be the ultimate male. Be a 3% man. And, yeah. Uh, you Is know. that just like a lot of reading, working out twice a day, not like calling girls, like letting them. What is that? Let them come to you, read a lot of Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield and uh, Marshall Silver, Power of the Mind. Yeah. I'm also starting a tribute band to uh, Morrissey called uh, Tommy Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, you know, just, uh, you know, trying to... Come uh, on. Well, so... But I think Polly liked my racist character, though. Dude, yeah, it was good. Because what? Because <laughs> Dean! That was Dean's a- not a racist, Dean! That was my first time performing in front of Polly. I'm mean, not that I was doing stand up, but last night you did that at the roast battle. I did me and Whitney uh, Rice, who's yeah. my cohort in the uh, roast battle. Giggles, giggles and jiggles. <laughs> you know, everyone thinks we're boning, but we're not. So I mean, it's you know that's frustrating. Like two people can't create a sketch or characters together without the Gosh. world thinking we're boning. I know. Every I was, I was out like a month or couple like six weeks ago and someone mentioned it to me about you and whitney I, but that's the crazy thing is like, yeah no it's insane it's just like people know we're friends and they're like bringing up you and whitney to me and i'm like i don't know yeah, eli whitney the cotton gin <laughs> everybody just wants some gossip to spread around oh yeah, yeah. something to make themselves more interesting you know yeah it's you know you should just boner then i mean you know I'm, everyone I'm, already thinks you are well, you know, it's like... What are you, an improv troupe or something, dude? I mean, you know, I'm just trying to, you know... I, I was running out of racist things to say. Yeah, no, I get that. Is she a good writer? Oh, she's great. All her lines are hers. You know, They're good? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's tough to be, uh, at least appear to be racist and funny on this thing. Of course. I've been doing it for like seven months now, and <laughs> each week they go to me like three to four times. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, you know... I'm out. Yeah, that must be hard. And now the industry's looking at it. Well, I don't think the industry likes the racist character. Really? Why not? Do you look at I them could just after? Tell. I could tell. You know, I mean, it's crazy. It's the first thing that will get cut if roast battle. Of course. Uh, That's unless... lame, though. It's probably, it's probably amazing. It's well, I really, mean, really funny. You know, it. I don't but know every what... time the industry comes, everybody gets a little bit tighter. Are they palming? And so, like, people. Like when I was there for the last industry showcase that they did, anytime Earl would make a really funny joke or Whitney would make no a really would funny joke, like, people were like, ooh, instead no. of laughing. And they Which were is funny. what they would normally do. Yeah. And it and made That's it uncomfortable. Were they going to throw Earl under the bus because some executive said that would never talk to them ever? That's well, lame. I mean, there was a big manager there last night and who walked right in front of me and Whitney and kind of blew us off. It's like, you know. Well, fuck it. I mean, I, I asked the higher-ups on the show, do you want me to tone yeah. it down? And they're like, don't tone it down until they start paying us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's great. That's really cool advice. Oh, yeah. it's You know, Jeff Ross is the best, man. You know, he's yeah. super cool and, you know. Yeah, if they're not paying you, then. <laughs> yeah, but still, I don't, you know. I, I could look over last night at the executive's faces. I had a couple home-run lines at didn't really fall flat, but I mean, you know, yeah. they didn't do as That's well as everyone. And you know, it's not so that they, they just that, like, don't get it. Man. Exactly. Yeah. What I, I don't understand how in the industry, th- these are people that obviously are passionate about comedy Money. and about... Money. M- well, 
maybe getting these jobs is what changes them because they come to shows and they don't laugh. Like even comics who are the most jaded and see the most comedy are wow. laughing. Like what? Why is it that these people that at one time had a passion for all things that are funny are all just funny. so joyless that they come to comedy shows and they don't laugh? Like what do they instead of laughing just hear dollar signs in yeah, their head? entitlement and money for sure. That's all it is. Yeah, we're doing. We're making a good case for ourselves from getting further in this. <laughs> but I mean, I think in the context of the roast battle, it's the, you know what it is. Exactly. I mean, you know, you've got the all black section, and then you've got the house racist, which is just you and Whitney. Me and Whitney it used to be. Where me. do you sit? Do you sit? Well, like, yeah, it's satire though. It's not. Course. It's not meant to be taken. Like, oh, this guy's really a racist. You know. But some people I look in the crowd think I really am. Right. They don't get it then. You don't want them to think you're funny then. Whatever with them. Like we, they'll, if they get it, they'll think you're funny. But we started. Uh, we try and start so over the top. Exactly. That there's not one person on the planet who would think. And the black comics are the ones who laugh the most. Yeah. Which makes me feel good. Like you know, I think one of the lines last night was, uh, you know, me and Whitney are getting married. We're going to Lynchburg, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, got a decent laugh. But I mean, it's like. Uh, you do you know. do Tommy from the back? No, no, it's really not. I don't. It's oh, not you really don't. You, it's just. It's just oh. kind of like this uh, a separate, like a like a mutant character. A mutant. Of that. You okay. Know, uh, and then I said, "Hey, uh, I interrupted the show. I held held up my phone. Hey, guys, I just got a text. My script for the White Power Rangers just got, <laughs> you know, sold. And I got. It's pay. not even. It's not like he's saying w racist things. They're just making funny. Yeah. Well, like, you know, play on word jokes. Yeah. The first industry showcase, which was when Hinchcliffe and Jesus. Yeah, uh, what networks were there, though? Or I what? think some networks, like maybe. NBC uh, or something? I think some, like, regular networks. Okay. So, uh, we probably went a little over the top with, like, <laughs> you know, Whitney had the best joke, maybe one of the best jokes ever of it, in yeah. roast. She's like, Moses, Brian Moses, the host, mm -hmm. the last time you were touched by a white woman, Jane Goodall was in the room. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That is a almost. She a, wrote that. She's funny. It's that's a that. perfect joke, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, without saying the N word, it. I mean, that's like it's pretty cutting edge. Uh, yeah. Joke, and uh, I, I looked at the industry, and, and they looked at us like, well, what? That's so lame. Wait, are you? Do you have you ever been one of the roasters? I bro roasted Boone once in one of the <laughs> early, early roast, and uh, Boone's a tough guy to roast. Yeah. Boone Shakalaka, for those of you who don't know who we're talking about, which I'm assuming is everybody, uh, he's like this homeless transvestite at the comedy store who steals merchandise and sells it to the comics for a dollar. And I'm talking some good merch. iPods, iPhones, iPads. Artwork. Yeah, maxi pads. That was the Matt Taylor roast. You got the... Uh, it oh, got ruined. Matt Why? Taylor and uh, Mike Cetera were uh, what happened? terrible. I want an outsider's perspective. You, I wasn't there. Okay. I just heard it was it was real bad. Well, the what first happened? round, uh, it was two bringer show promoters, which uh, bringer shows are awful. They're, they're uh, everything that's uh, bad about uh, stand-up comedy because you're booked on not uh, if you're funny or not, but <laughs> it, it just how many people you can bring. So yeah. the joke of the night was, let's have two bringer show promoters roast yeah, each other. that's a good idea. Wait, Satara does that at the store? Uh, he does it everywhere. Like the belly room? Belly room and other shitty comedy clubs. Sal's Comedy Hole and, and you know, uh, the Ha Ha. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
So, <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, I mean, Matt Taylor started out decent, but I think his brother David, the great David Taylor, wrote most of the funny jokes. Yeah. And then Mike Cetera, he had some kind of... I don't Matt, know. Matthew had great jokes. <laughs> I know that because I wrote them. And, In uh, our projector room. <laughs> and uh, then at the... Beginning Off of the 139th Street. At the and, beginning <laughs> of the second round, Matt Taylor just quit. What? Like he just took a knee. And Jeff Ross was pissed. Everyone was pissed. I mean, because it was like you just ruined the, the whole the night. night. You ruined the night. So then they brought up the People other. People look forward to that, right? And yeah. there was industry there for that, too. Uh, and so then they brought the up the undercard, the two black comics who were on the undercard, and they killed Ooh. Keith Soul and I forget the dude's name, but he's a super nice guy. Wait, so they have like Jack two, Knight. They have two no, backups. Someone like that. They have two backups. Well, no, they have an undercard usually of like beginning comics who you know may not be ready. Uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, I heard Jesus is like amazing. Oh, Jesus is yeah, a killer. He's great. You know, he's so funny and he's so nice. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't How's think, Tony doing at it? You know, Tony well, Tony's, was, Tony's jokes were great. Yeah, he's like a really good joke writer but yeah. i was wondering if he's good like if he no, always, he was good does he always win because i'd imagine he only he did it once oh really but uh i think tony's very lucky though because he has no clue of the jokes that jesus didn't use oh they're really people good. gave him two people in particular i don't know if they want to be known so uh mm -hmm. it, they were very mean-spirited but very funny i mean killer i mean tony hey, what were they um, I mean, I don't, I, this, don't the, tell, you don't tell us who I want to know. These the aren't jokes, my jokes, I but, um, I'll, I'll say one, but I wrote them. <laughs> no, no, I did not. I did not write these jokes. So, uh, you know, I, I think they, you know, I'll leave it to them if they want to be uh, known on a future podcast. But one of their jokes was, uh, well, we all know that, uh, Tony and Esther, uh, live together until Esther kicked him out saying there was only room for one cunt. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah. Here's the best joke, and this is the only other one I'll say. Cause Fountain. This is the best joke. Now, for those of you who are local L.A. people, you'll get the joke. Uh, Mitzi actually went as Tony for Halloween. All she had to do was pull out three hairs and be unfunny. <laughs> Oh my god! And I don't That's think amazing. I don't think Tony would have had comebacks. How do you no. come back from that? I want to know what Brutus wrote that joke. Stabbed <laughs> him in the back with it. I want to know who did. Who it. wrote these jokes? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I would. I don't think these guys would care, but I mean, yeah. Just tell us after. <laughs> they had um, fifteen of these, and they all were. <laughs> That's one, a good joke. They were brutal, and the gay. I think jokes I can were, guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, you guys are having donuts, but next time you might want to try a Danish. <laughs> if you're ever surfing, try O'Neill surfboards. Yeah, that, I, yeah, I, I prefer those. But he's very, I think Tony's very lucky that yeah, he didn't, he's just too nice. Yeah. But Tony killed him in the first round. Tony uh, crushed him in the first round. What, and yeah. quite honestly, I thought Tony was going to win. Why did Jesus win? See, How do you I decide who wins? Oh, the judges, obviously. See, I thought Jesus would win barely because I thought that Jesus was going to be better at the rebuttals. Was he? Um, you know, you could uh, people could argue. I mean, I scored it two rounds to one, and one was a tie. Yeah. And if you put a gun to my head and said you can't have a tie, you have to pick one, I would have picked Jesus slightly. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Tony was good. I mean, he's very good. I mean, you know who was helping him. You know, 
yeah people who probably work on the burn and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A serious cast of talent i saw a video online at pete see uh said the tiana that was a good one said my teeth are so fucked he said yeah my teeth are uh fucked up and horrible they're so bad i'm surprised you're not on their writing staff yeah i mean <laughs> i love that joke pc is great yeah he's he's a really good writer he writes you a know lot. i think there are people that he haven't really so much that like he's gonna have so many good the things cool thing about too. the roast battle is i think there are some people that haven't quite found their voice as comics yet you think they're finding they it? go on the roast battle and they they are really good at just writing roast jokes, which is not really my forte. I'm I can only do I'm I'm a nice guy. I can only really do roast jokes in other character as other characters. Yeah, and I'm good at it that way. But yeah. like as myself, totally. I don't want to I don't want to like make fun of people to their faces. Yeah, I get that. Um, well, I think that's uh, Jesus's problem. He's just yeah. too fucking. How nice. was Benji and Yasser? I that was good, that. very good. I, mean, I bet that one was amazing. Very. What? This is just like the year in review for Carlos since he hasn't been at the comedy yeah, store. Yeah, I just want to know. I wish I was at the Benji and Yasser one. To be honest with you, that was a yeah, great I one. one I mean, it, probably the last two months have been great. Uh, Virginia Collins and uh, Candace Thompson. Candace Thompson was killer. Uh, that was a good one because I thought they were friends, so I thought they would uh, kind of go easy on each other. But apparently, they're just acquaintances. Right yeah. now, there's a shtick where Don keeps trying to challenge Brody to it. Oh, to really? A, to a battle, and Brody, and Brody Brody's like, "I'll do a warm up off." <laughs> I mean, that could be That's a good funny. one if they both write for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's no joke up there. You know, you have to write. And well, write. Don has to get up before ten o'clock at night. Oh, Don's to, to write great. his jokes. I mean, and Brody would just like get distracted. I feel, like. but it's not—it's not like a stand-up show. It's yeah, like, I know. It's you have to like have jokes, four jokes in the first round, and, and four in the first round, and you have to have rebuttals ready. I just don't know if, if you know, their style of uh, battling each other works. Is Gruber gonna do one? He'd be good. Gruber would be great. Any Gruber like, would be great. Um, you know, I don't think I would do it, but. You, know. you got to do it. Uh, it would depend. I could. You should you know. do it as the house racist. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But then. No. I mean, I'd like to. Uh, you know. I don't really. I'd have to dislike the person somewhat, and then I'd go all in. Yeah. Same. Same. That's the thing. There's yeah. no one that I truly dislike so much that I would wanna. There's some but that's, people but that's, you might. But that's the thing about the roast bell is that it's people that are being friendly, but they're just flexing their muscle of writing mean jokes mm. and that's why it wouldn't work for me. Oh, so no one that battles each other hates each other? There have been some ones that that have gotten who hates each heated other? at the end. Oh, really? Marino and Jerron Horton, Jerron was didn't want you have to hug at the end. Jerron was not into that. But I mean, really that's so lame. Jerron was beating. Like you're him. a comedian, you loser. <laughs> yeah, but Marino like you're not was not a world star athlete. <laughs> like, but right. Marino was egging him on, basically oh, really? saying this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Marino's a, like a rough guy, but But ooh, I mean, Jerron was whatever. beating him. Oh, beating okay. him pretty handily. And it's like, you know, Marino got too fucked up. Yeah, he was on the, you know, I think the uh I think Marino was possibly, you know, I don't want, I don't know what he was on, but I think it was snowing on stage. And, uh, <laughs> no, you know, I think he was just drunk. And uh, my girlfriend's at a bachelorette party in Austin, and she had to spend the entire day at the airport yesterday, and then her flight flight got canceled. So I had to drive her to the airport and pick her up in the same day, and then she went today, and now she's sending me pictures of strippers 
I got your blowing tweet. coke rails out of her friend's asshole. Whoa, really? Let me see that closer. Yeah. Sounds like a party I uh, was at back in '89 at my, my friend phone's broken. It JW's. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of a black guy in a towel with a backwards white hat on. He's ripped. He looks like a former, you know, linebacker. Is that for Lexington Steel? Castro. <laughs> Vince Voyeur. He's snorting cocaine off of Sal off of Sandy's uh girlfriend's uh friends. Not Sally's they're Sandy's no, girlfriend. Sally. Mr. Marcus. She has big tits, this girl. Yeah. She, Jesus. That's inc- <laughs> that just makes me hate my you life. You wanna see? No, nah, no, nah, man, I'm I'm out of that game. I'm I'm out of the nether world parties and never. Now I'm into the. New I retweeted way. you, Earl. Oh, thanks, man. Just you know, inappropriate Earl, SoundCloud and iTunes. You know, help a brother out. I need to get some. My sp- triceps look good in this pic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you're a real Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Palmer Woodrow. I sent out that tweet saying, talking about I sold my script, Palm City, 10, <laughs> Battle of the Palmers, and people are like congratulating me. <laughs> people are so stupid in this town. Yeah, I have I tweeted something like uh, I'm, I'm doing my first stand-up appearance on uh, the, the Ed Sullivan show. Oh, yeah, I And remember people that. were like, thought that I was being serious, and they were congratulating me. I was like, I, I, you fucking retarded? I like that line you had the other day. Uh, Control Alt Delia. No, uh, <laughs> the best line in 2011. What? Oh yeah, yeah. What was the line? Comedy Central resents Sandy Danto. Hey, <laughs> that's a classic Sandy line. I'll be on HBO and uh, uh, HBO No. HBO a week in a week. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on the HBO's phone system trying to get service. <laughs> so, Wait. Um, when's the mystery guest coming? She's, you know, she's on her way in route. I mean, it builds intrigue for the episode. Yeah, it really does. Actually, I've never heard a podcast where there's a guest on the way. And I don't think you've ever met her. Well, I'm trying to make this podcast different. So you know, just trying to. But by deleting half of them. Oh man, it was a bummer, man. (laughs) You know. Well, you kept bumping us for what? The guy from Scream. What? I had to bump you for David Arquette. I had to bump you for Tony Katane. I mean, I need numbers, baby. I mean, your ratings are so low. (laughs) People are gonna confuse you with George Bush. (laughs) Bush. Bush's baked beans. Beans. Reminds me of my favorite Three Stooges episode when Moe's like to Curly. He's giving them beans. He's like, beans, beans, beans. I'm sick of beans. So what are you going to do about it? Have some beans. The one with, <laughs> the one with Will Sasso? No. That ain't the Three Stooges, man. It's like saying kiss is the kiss now with my two buddies. Are you going to go to those football games? The LA Kiss. Uh they're just like the band. The first two plays are great, and then the rest suck. That's hilarious. Hello. Let's talk about the good times. Good times. Great show with John Amos, <laughs> Esther Roll, Jimmy. Yeah, G. what Jim are Walker. the good times, Sandy? The times when uh, we'd hang out at the comedy store until like three in the morning. I remember having laughs, and then we'd go get food somewhere dangerous, and then be out until like the Those sun came up. Those were the good times. I remember one night. Escorts were in play. <laughs> oh yeah, this guy. There were a lot of live ones. If this I, guy, I, I, I if Carlos was on that Malaysian airplane, they could have tracked his cell phone signal while he was trying to get back page in Taiwan. <laughs> By the way, if there was a uh, if there was a shitty comedy show on that plane, I'd find it in about two minutes. <laughs> 
I uh, I remember one night where I'm just like we're outside in the parking lot, or I'm outside in the parking lot with a girl. We were both we were each with a girl. Okay, and Earl's just standing there. <laughs> He's just I mean literally it's me, Sandy, and the two girls, and Earl's just standing there like a statue. Just being like, so where are we going next, guys? One of the W, the standard? Where are we going? <laughs> and finally, Earl leaves. And we're on our way to the place. And Earl's blowing up my phone. And I stop at 7-Eleven. So I'm on the motorcycle at this point. And I, I go get a five-hour energy. Yeah, most people take a five-hour energy at four in the morning <laughs> so they can last with the hooker they're about to pay for. <laughs> she was in a hooker, Earl. Yeah, an escort and body It rubs. wasn't an escort. It was a girl I met on names night. So names night is when all the comics who get past at the store get their names on the wall. And uh yeah, I remember you left a message saying, uh, dude, where are you going? You left Big Daddy in the dust. Dude, dude what, you know, what are you straight doing? to voicemail. I know. Yeah, straight to voicemail. <laughs> you got a couple live ones on the hook. You don't want Big Daddy with his Marlin coming into the bay. <laughs> bay of pigs. <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Are the nice inappropriate Ferrari. Earl listeners? Uh, do you, do you think they have posters of your headshot? I mean, I, up on their wall. They're actually pretty good fans, dude. Don't spill chocolate on that fucking carpet, dude. <laughs> chocolate Jesus, Fridays. Dude. Look like the tip of your dick after anal that donut. <laughs> have the chocolate arugula. <laughs> <laughs> I made my return last night to Canner's Deli. Uh, Oh really? After you had the Oh yeah, there was one time late at night that we went to Canners twice. twice that Earl was like, "Dude, I don't want to go here." Every time I come, there's a there's a pubic hair in my turkey burger. My Dude, omelet. wasn't there? Yeah, <laughs> when I was with you We guys, went there and I cleaned up the chocolate. Earl ordered an omelet and there was a fucking pube in it. <laughs> I got it was right there and I swiped it. Dude. Well, no, about Dude, these floors are a million dollars. About two years before I got the omelet with you guys, I had a turkey, but no, I, I got an omelet two years before that turkey burger, and there was pubic hair in it. And it wasn't some guy's hair, it was pubic hair. It was short, and there's no brothers in the back, so it's all beans and, 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 and low class whites. So I remember going with you, and I said, well, fuck it, I'll give him a second chance. And I order a turkey burger dry with lettuce. I open up the bun, and there's pubic hair on my fucking turkey burger. <laughs> they just hate you there. And then, you know, Jeff Ross wanted to have a powwow, at, you know, almost a party. Uh, we wanted to go to the Rainbow. Uh, that was closed. So, oh, that sucks. Uh, we they have good pizza. We, ha we had pizza a week ago with Atel, Ross. At the Rainbow? Fahim. It's the best place. Yeah, it was great, but they were, like, kicking us out. So oh. I don't think Jeff – I don't think, you know – Everyone, it's like we're just about to spend hundreds of dollars in food yep. here. Uh, and Virginia, you know, was there. And, and so, Cantor's, I made my return to Cantor's. Yeah. Which is where Guns N' Roses used to eat for free when they were. They for free. <laughs> oh, wait. Do we have a guest? Oh, no. I, I, oh, I thought Dean Del Rey had popped in. Did somebody mention Guns N' Roses? How many roses? <laughs> Dean showed me the podcasting ropes, man. You know, the guy's a ropes. fucking animal on the... Uh, <laughs> ropes. I showed you the stand-up ropes, ropes, ropes. I That's Jeff Richards. I discovered you. He did. Jeff Where Richards. can I find a female bodybuilder? What's your address? Eight five. Oh, no, I can't give out my real address. 
So, I mean, you know, we got some weird fans here, but, you know, we'll take them one fan at a time, one day at a time. So, what happened to Canada? <laughs> the log cabin. Uh, so nothing. I got, got the uh, a dry egg white omelet with uh, potatoes and. Uh, Did you tell the waitress to tell the cook to go easy on the grease? I said no oil, and yeah. uh, you know I'll make it worth your while. And, uh, Do you? What's your tip? On, well, actually, you, uh, you know, someone else picked up the tab. He just leaves his headshot and uh, a digital headshot. <laughs> um, so uh, liquid headshots. Yeah, liquid zoo, uh, liquid paper. Um, so can I? Can we talk about this? When's Carlos going to make his eventual return to the comedy? I store? mean, you know, he has to break bread with someone and uh, Adam. He, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, hopefully, I don't want to go back, honestly. Yeah, but you do. I, I mean, like, I don't have anything against it. I just don't want to go back. I like. Yeah, but some I some like days you out. say that, and some days you're like, "Fuck that place, fuck this, fuck that," and then the next day you'll be like, "Well, it's because I want to have laughs with back. you and Earl." That's literally why. I want to go hang with you, Earl, Brody. Yeah, but those laughs come from, like, the ridiculous people that are there. That Yeah, there are plenty of people at the comedy store that I don't want to have to, like, get stuck in a conversation with. Or, Earl, what do you think? Because... I mean, it's the best place in town. I mean, the improv's really fun, but, you know, just nothing beats the store late it's night. Just, there's no place on earth like it. And it stays open later than any other place in L.A. That's Dude, legal. on the strip. Dude, what's L.A.? <laughs> I'm from West Hollywood. L.A. Hardy, very funny black comic, <laughs> and uh, you know Dude, I've never even been to L.A. <laughs> I just think maybe we need to make like a like a plan to get Carlos to come back. Twelve step plan. Well, you know <laughs> you should. Okay, you know what? I'll go to the comedy store if you make a twelve step plan, <laughs> and the twelfth step is me going to the store after one a.m. What are the first eleven? You steps? and Earl have to do it. But yeah. here, here are my rules. I don't want to do I. I'm still mad at Don. Why are you mad at Don? I'll tell you after. Okay. Well, Don's a good guy. Don, but Don. But he's not a good guy to me. Well, but I mean, I don't know. Well, you know, I, of course, he's a good guy to you. I, I know that. Or at least I, you know, he's giving me my only stage time up there. But you know, you know, let's keep the mood light. You know. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what are your other stipulations? Yeah, that's about it. I'm just mad at Don. I don't want to deal with Don. What about um, A.E.? I'll deal with Adam. A.N.E. <laughs> Good network. Adam and Egit. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully, uh, I mean, you know. Uh, Do you want ratings or what? <laughs> I mean, you know, that'd be a good roast battle. Adam versus Adam? Carlos? I think we'd see a live death on this stage. I would, I would do a roast battle with Don. <laughs> I would do one with Don. And I would bring all the money in my bank account. But they're going to have to start, uh, you know, they're going to, you got to ensure the quality of these rows. So you're going to have to start thinking creative. Honestly, dude, I know, I know you have your, your, yeah, but why am I not allowed to, store, why am I, but, but if you came and saw a roast battle, you'd be so about it. It's yeah, so I'm sure cool. I would like it. You it's know, Rel's okay, whatever, but I like Moses. Yeah. <laughs> Where's I mean, so, I mean, you know. Maybe, uh, you know, how about if I roast? Would that get you back? Why don't you come to my roast in disguise? I'll start handpicking opponents. You could be the house racist. And I'm going to come out. What if I just say nigger the whole time? <laughs> dude, you Jesus, can't. Jesus, dude. <laughs> he's not going to edit this. You can't just say come on, that. Dude, you can't say that. What, who, dude, I'm, he's not I'm beast to be I'm going to test her editing skills right now. <laughs> 
That's Carlos Rera. <laughs> That's not even my name. <laughs> Find him on Twitter. At CJ Herrera. Uh, listen, right now it is um, 850 uh, May, uh, what's 9th. the date? May 9th. I did not consent and do not condone any foul language that's used on this podcast. Um, you know. Vistiviano is the audio engineer for this. <laughs> so, I mean, as Tony Hinchcliffe told me, Earl, there's one race, the Boston Marathon. Hell! <laughs> So, well, maybe I'll, that'll get me to do the roast. If that gets you back at the comedy store, you know, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll try and get a hand-picked opponent. Maybe I'll roast Meyerwitz. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> yeah. A retarded person versus or you. Or maybe, <laughs> how about this? How about this? Why don't I get Gale and we'll just roast? Gale. That would be a great roast. You versus Gale? You'd well, have to really go after her, though. She'd go after me. Well, your dick is small. Well, yeah. Well, your pussy smell. Okay. <laughs> Who won that round? <laughs> so, um, uh, I think. Well, well, it's possible. The queen won that round. I'm trying to think who you would be a good good to go up against honestly you versus tommy would be the best yeah it would be ever. the best roast yeah, but he's probably not i mean he, would, he probably doesn't have material yeah but if maybe <laughs> there'd be a comic that could like dress up as him and do him that would be pretty funny you know maybe uh but i wouldn't want an undercard i want the big daddy yeah know? yeah of course i mean I, i'm trying to think uh i mean i would have done tony i, I would have gone up you know but, yeah uh, uh, who else? Jill Tony. Fuck you, Tony. You stand some good pussy juice on your dick. <laughs> You're a fucking bitch. You're a slut. That's Jeff Richards. That's my impression of Jeff Richards doing Tony and Jill. <laughs> Jill. That's pretty good. Me and Sandy ate with Jeff Richards last week. Oh, Jeff's a good dude. You know. Jeff's the best. He's so funny. And you just root for him, but, you know, it's, you know. <laughs> It you do shows man. you how unfair Hollywood is. Oh yeah, when you see certain people with you know major heat and you know they blow yeah. balls on stage and it's like, <clears throat> what are you gonna do? That's the most disheartening. That happened the other night. There was some guy doesn't even live out here. He was in town for Detroit. Bumped everybody on potluck because there was somebody from Montreal there to see him, and he was just very, very. I mean, you could tell he hasn't been doing it very long. But they just, they love that shit. He looked young and cute, and it's like, what are you, that's, they don't care about content. They care about looks. Oh, I didn't even bother auditioning this year. I didn't either. What's the point? You it's, know. it's dumb. I mean, I'd still like to do it, but. It's rigged is what it is. Well, I think at 45, I'm probably a little late in the game for new faces. <laughs> oh, speak for yourself. Well, it's possible. I mean, I'd like to get on the old prunes or. <laughs> prunies prunies <laughs> so you know you guys got any shows coming up um i'm at the improv on hollywood or i'm at the hollywood improv this sunday may 11th okay i'll put that i'll put this out uh you know people if they if you're in la could you sold out what? the improv the last time yeah April that was 4th, a great I show sold it out. Wait, are we done no, I'm just, you know, there's no format to this. I'm just like, you know, why not ask? Uh, you know, it's like when Kiss plays rock and roll all night in the middle of the show, you know. <laughs> I'm doing a storyteller show at Westside Comedy Theater on May 15th. You should tell Earl's gangbang stories. <laughs> ask Earl. You so I left my car out there. And uh, still, 
Lights on, car running, real just go Schwarzen up there. Mobile. It looks like the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you should seriously do that. Bodies everywhere. I mean, real freaks. You at a storytelling show would be the greatest thing yeah. of all time. Well, how did I get? How did you not you? get on Ari's? Well, I could I could get you booked on on storytelling. Shows. I don't think I'm famous enough for Ari's. No, Ari's very nice to me though. He yeah, takes, you know, he Ari's, actually Ari would put you on his. I think he paid me. It's going to be a TV show now. I it know. It was a web show for a while. He paid me uh, very well to uh, be in his uh, comedy store 420 show. Oh, yeah? Uh, April 20. Uh, yeah, I guess a couple weeks ago at the store, Sunday. Uh, me and uh, Whitney and Tebow did a, a sketch. It was pretty funny. So oh, I heard about that, yeah. I, Tebow dipped his balls in our food, and we had to eat it. You ate it? <laughs> yeah, it's gross, but it was a good sandwich from Pink Dots. So. It's like going to Canners. Yeah, oh, dude, but this time it's for real, because I know where that dick has been. I'll take the TB on rye. <laughs> So yeah, on rice. you know, if anyone's out there who wants uh, <laughs> a, sto- a good storyteller, mine are real, man. I ain't no fucking ham and egger, no embellishments. Yeah, they're amazing stories. Yeah. Well, I've lived a wacky life. I mean, <laughs> dude, I lived on the strip for all my life. So, yeah, oh, I'm trying to think because last time you said that your mom bought you said if you never do drugs or drink until you're 18, I'll buy you any car you want. Well, within reason. I mean, yeah. So you didn't get a Ferrari. I uh, know. Uh, I asked my dad uh, or my mom first for a uh, Maserati, uh, and you know that wasn't in the card. So I got a bright red BMW 318i, all the fixings, and uh, I was so excited to get the car that I drove home from Ocean Motors uh, BMW on the 20th in Santa Monica to my uh, parents' house in Bel Air, and. As I make the left off of Sunset, right past Marymount High School, which had a lot of hot gash there. What was the left? Copa de Oro, dude. And uh, Copa de Oro. The whole car is smoking like mad. So I'm like, what's going on here? So I get up to the, my parents' house, and I realized I'd been driving with the emergency brake on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what so, year was this? Uh, this is 86. And, uh, and then Marymount was right next to Bel Air Country Club. So I had a scam where the second tee, if you shanked your shot to the right uh, your balls would go into the Marymount parking lot so I would like unload like three or four balls into the lot and go hey girls have you seen my balls <laughs> <laughs> do you golf often uh, someone saw my clubs so you know I mean the golf the country club world is very racist I mean it's like the super la- racist yeah it's like the literally the last bastion of uh, racism and that's almost accepted in this yeah. society um and so, so we you know where on. else is border patrol and the comedy store. i was yeah. listening to yeah <laughs> in the comedy store i was listening to a news piece about border patrol those it's guys crazy. can do whatever they want there were there were like over 900 complaints filed about border patrol officers and 13 of them got disciplined and six of those disciplinary actions were uh talking to's yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, what do you do? It's uh, they got they can do whatever they want. It's a lot of bad people out, out here in this world, racist people, and like, you know, that's really what brought the the house racist sketch on roast battle to, to come to be was just I want to make fun of these. Idiots. I don't think it's yeah. people that are sensitive over 
racism. I think it's people that that whenever there's an outcry in public over some joke people made, those people are racist and they don't get it and they're just being sensitive or they're trying to cover up for you know the way they really feel. Well, like Leslie Jones on Saturday Night Live. Right. I mean, that was a great fucking sketch or segment. And, you know, she's getting people saying, we're going to kill you. And, like, you know, it's just like, you know, God knows if this thing ever got Poachers. to TV. And the roast, or the house racist character got on the tube. I, I can't imagine the death threats I would get. They'd be so funny, though. You know, I'm yeah. t I said one joke about Patrick Ewing just finished climbing the Empire State Building. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said 9/11 would have never have been successful if uh, Rick Mahorn was on Tower Two. <laughs> I mean, really funny jokes, but can you imagine the hate mail I'd, I'd be getting if if that was like a, a weekly character or like Comedy Central? On coming? television, yeah. Oh my God! I mean, it'd be insane. I have to conceal. Yeah, but at my... the same time, it's like. Comedy Central has a hard time getting any of their shows to be popular. It would because they're all bad. It would be no, they're not. I mean, they have some good shows, but that would definitely make the show go viral if there was some kind of outcry over. I don't it. like Comedy Central's non-scripted shows. What non-scripted shows do they even have? The Burn. What's the other one? They scripted. No, I mean like like the ones that aren't like. T like classic TV shows okay. like Workaholics. Brody is good. Show. No, I like Brody Show. I'm wrong. I like The Burn. I didn't like it. I think you meant Jezelnay, probably. I, I like Jezelnay. I didn't like that one either. I remember starting with him. Really? All these people I started with, they're all famous. Same here. I mean Gerard. I mean I didn't start with him, but you know. yeah. But he's a good dude, so. I mean. He's the only person. He shot his HBO special at the store the other night. That's crazy. And he's the only person I think that could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's great, and he's a nice guy too. Yeah. Which is really nice. So I just want. I'm still and super fu undeniably funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to uh, hear back from Kilborn. I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> I had a three minute. Uh, I sent him a three minute demo reel to a uh, Bart. I'm Cole. still waiting to hear back from Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm uh, waiting to hear about the uh, cold open at the Last Supper. Hello. <laughs> Twelve Jews around the table. What that waiter get tipped? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's, it's comedy. It's a crazy business, man. You know, a lot of laughs. and uh, But, you know, it was fun to do the roast battle last night in front of Sarah Silverman. She yeah. got the racist character pretty She easily. liked you guys. And Steve Byrne yeah. was cool. and. You know, uh, Bill Burr a couple of weeks ago was cool. Attell was great. Attell was a, a judge? Yeah, Ross gets, you know, his friends. Yeah, of course. It's pretty neat to, uh, you know, see these people, like, get to perform in front of them. So, you know, go check out the roast. It's really battle. cool. They do get comedy A-list judges. Yeah. I mean, Dalia was judge, and he was cool. He he liked it. Yeah, <laughs> That's cool. You know, and the Hannibal Burris is super funny. He he's uh like Ron Funches was a host. Or a yeah, he judge. was uh you know, not too many people don't get the idea, so And the cool thing about it is the people roasting each other aren't necessarily big comics, but they do a really good job. Yeah. 
Well, I think after the Matt Taylor Satara one, it's like okay, we have to have good comics, good matchups, and then otherwise, you know, I mean, Jeff Ross donates a lot of time to the show. He comes every week, gets his friends to, you know, come judge. So he's not doing this just. Yeah, of course. You know, he's doing it because he sees something in it, and there is. I could see this on the air. I can too. They'd have to. A producer would come in and probably ruin it and take away all the stuff that makes it. You know, the it's not just about the roasting back and forth. It's like all the stuff going on in the room that's yeah. really funny. You've got the all Negro wave with Jamar <laughs> Neighbor. No, that's what it's called. Yeah, Jamar Neighbors. And they King. do the wave after really funny jokes. That's amazing. and they like if if it's it's if it's especially effective and mean, they'll like come up on stage and dance and stuff. <laughs> like uh, Jamar Neighbors. Made out with Becky Robinson, and then me and Whitney tried to make out in front of them to just, you know, cancel it out. Did you make out with her? Uh, no, we, I couldn't get around uh, to Hinchcliffe. It was just too many moving parts. But it's really, I mean, Jamar Neighbors is a great dude. and So funny. And a lot of those people in the Negro wave are like the next wave of, of like talented black comics, like Jack, uh, I don't know his last Jack name. Jack Knight. Yeah, Jack Knight's a super Jamar. funny dude. Jamar Keith Soul, he's super funny, and uh, J- Jeremiah Watkins is like the honorary white guy, and uh, yeah, and uh, you know Nate Hurd. You know, it's just mm-hmm. such a great uh, collection of young and older talent. Yeah, you know, you know, so you know, it's just cool. It's basically like our old midnight Wednesday show. midnight show. You guys don't do that anymore. Paved the way. No, we brought it back for a little bit, but it was too. Oh yeah, it's I too cr- it's too underground. But this it kind of like paved the way for this to be. Yeah, because I remember thing. Moses had the Tuesday mic. Yeah, and then it just turned into that. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, our mystery guest is here. Oh nice. <laughs> if you're if you're I met hu- Whitney at the Improv. If you're hungry, let's get some rice and beans. Whitney, say hello. Hey there, guys. What have we been talking about? Oh, we're you- not fucking. <laughs> Really? That's well, what you've been talking It was like about? for about 30 seconds. For like 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't make it a whole thing. So why don't you sit next to Sandy or in between those guys? We'll you know wrap up in a few minutes. Wrap you want one-tenth of a donut? <laughs> I would have got you a donut. I would have got you a donut. Yeah, I it's bet. It's a high-end donut. So we got to yeah, sit in between them or whatever. Why don't, uh, why don't you guys want to share a mic and want, or whatever? whatever. Oh, yeah, that's I perfect. I don't want to take anybody's thunder. I don't want to take anyone's thunder. Are you guys going thunder to the together? Thunder in yeah. Paradise cool. with Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Blue Thunder with Roy Schneider? Wendy, can I tell you something? Yeah, let's go. I just want to tell you Great that song by the Cars, Let's Go. <laughs> I feel like you've lighted like this amazing thing in Earl. And I just feel really? like he's a new man ever since he's met you. Do I really, I actually do. Th- I actually do think that. I think Earl has been going through whatever for the, ever since I've known him, like you mm-hmm. know, ups and downs, like everyone else. Uh-huh. And I think ever since he's met you, everything has been a little bit better. I really do believe that. that. Sandy, do you feel that way? Yeah, I think the. I, yeah, think I mean, the the collaboration <laughs> of the of the house races is is taking yeah. things up another level for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. Life. I well, I needed her because I was running out of racist things to say without actually. I know. To I'm be trying racist. to give you guys a compliment. <laughs> I'm trying to give you guys a compliment. I think it's cool. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, Whitney's. And all her lines, like I just said previously, are, are her lines. We don't. We help each other write, but we don't give each other jokes. We just, you know, maybe subjects and, and whatnot. I mean, I told them about your Jane Goodall joke, oh, which thanks. is 
maybe uh and pussy doesn't hurt either (laughs) things better yeah i mean you know hot girl i mean this uh if this show gets on the air you were saying uh you're gonna need a girl to break up the testosterone and and you know this animal. What about Bernard from Z Pizza? A uh, Bernard from Z Pizza is uh, he's a gay gentleman who uh, always gives me an extra slice because he wants a slice, but uh, my bakery's closed. Doesn't he text you still? He texts me. I get. I don't know why I gave him my number once. <laughs> well, yeah, what was? You're like a you're like a cock tease to gay guys. Yeah. Well, I just. I, I'm like the Taj so Mahal. Like oh. I'm the Taj Mahal of these guys. They know they can't enter. So, you know, <laughs> that means, you know, they want it. Uh, you know, you want what you don't have. You know, if you are you have a Ferrari, you want a Lamborghini. If you've got a Lamborghini, you want a Prius uh, or one of those. Uh, Private planes. What are those? Uh, G4. High-end cars. Uh, Teslas. Oh, yeah, Teslas. So, you know, if you got a movie deal, you want a production deal. You yeah. Know, so. You know, if you're an open micer, you want my career. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're all just out there. We're just little birds flying in the zoo of comedy. Liquid Zoo on Van Nuys and Sherman Way and You got a gangbang, you want an orgy. You, <laughs> well, you I got, mean, Whitney's... Uh, you got a bathtub with high-end lights, you want a hot tub. A hot hot <laughs> tub time machine. Hot tub Johnny. You want um, an infinity. You got a friend tub. named Miami Eric. You want a friend named Monte Carlo Carlos. Monty the Jew. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just changing my friends' names to protect the innocent. Not for the innocent. Good kiss song off of Lick It Up. <laughs> Written uh, by Vinnie Vincent, of course. You're like the rich Brody. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, you know I'm not rich. I just, you know, I don't have to worry about where my next meal is coming from. But, Forever. You know, no, I mean, you know, I'm on the payroll. The stock market took a dip. I mean, you know. Are you going to get Bitcoins? Oh, sorry. What are you, one of the Winklevoss twins? Yeah, they have $11 million in them. I was wondering if you were going to get it. No, I'm, uh, my money's invested in uh, real estate, oil, a uh, couple uh, slush funds, and uh, one offshore betting book in the Caymans. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, I... I yeah. I invest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you and some turkey burgers. <laughs> so you couldn't go half season. <laughs> well, I mean, Whitney uh, and I uh, went to Burger Lounge once. It cost me about thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> How many cents? <laughs> uh, uh, Twenty-five. I mean, I, I tipped her ten. Ten bones. Oh, that's nice. I went to. I went there with Esther once, and she got recognized. And well, I had to take the picture of Esther and some lawyer. Well, now your career is really... Now you're P- Esther's personal paparazzi. Personal pizza, Little Caesars. Hot and ready. So, Whitney, how was your What's show wrong, you Whitney? just did? Um, it was... It was. There was one person in the room. It wasn't a show. I was just trying out some but, things. Okay. Well, I mean, did it go well? Yeah, it went well. Just did some new stuff. Daddy. It was great. Can't complain. And your uh, podcast, uh, have any, has anyone of your friends told you how good it was that, that we did? Uh, I've had a few people talk about it. I mean, your say, phone blows up. But most up. people just want to know if... I if, think only people are listening because... If we're at boning. least to that episode because to find out if we're having sex or not. But we, you know, and this is... The, we've gone over many reasons why we're not. I mean, you know, you tell... I listened to that episode. But it's true, though. I'm too... Uh, you tell me... Why you wouldn't sleep with me and be honest? I would sleep with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doing. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you hey know. team, I would sleep with you too. Yeah, but Mervis, you're a guy. 
Well, I mean, you know, I, I think. But I have big tits. <laughs> you do have big tits, Mervis. I'll tell you that. So, well, I mean, you know, I think it would ruin our. Uh, <laughs> I think it would ruin dude, our creative partnership. Cool. What are you doing, dude? Bringing her up? Yeah, sex, sex ruins uh, the creativity and the productivity. It does. I mean, look at Tony and Jill. I mean. <laughs> yeah, they were writing. Partners. They were a real team. Tag team. She told him to jump off a hinge cliff. <laughs> so me and Whitney are on our way to the ice house right now. Red bands, a death squad, uh, you know, yeah, all that good stuff. So uh, it's nine eleven. Nine, good time to end. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end the podcast at nine eleven. Who's driving to the ice house? Uh, I'll dude, drive. I'll you know, take it's a the far- Magnum, probably, dude. Uh, my car is named after a black guy's rubber. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, once I was at Rite Aid and this huge black guy was buying condoms in front of me and he, he said to the transvestite Reese, he's my friend, <laughs> Reese loved me, always was trying to get me to go in the bathroom with him. And uh, the black guy... You really are a cock to all these... Dude, I just, it's a vibe. <laughs> so the Wait, black guy calling- says... The black guy Women says to Reese... Men want to be with me. <laughs> And me, exit only back there. No chili dogs for Mr. Stakel. <laughs> All right, just finish the story, dude. Well, stop interrupting me with your shtick. <laughs> what shtick? This is me. I know. <laughs> dude, stop trying to put your shtick in my butt. What are you, uh, this is from the, uh, is this, I'll give you an 80s reference. <laughs> Eric Roberts and Star 80. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Macho Man that goes to this uh, episode. Oh yeah, 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 I can do a mean Scott Hall impression, but I'll do that in another podcast. It's Carlos stretching like he probably did Feels for his good. boss at William Morris. <laughs> Feels good. Jeff Berg, Peter Berg. So uh, Michael Ovitz. Mike Ovitz, Michael. So uh, you know this has been another inappropriate Earl. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? No. Right. Just his hair. Yeah, Maybe just my hair. Brian Drolet from The Hills. Why do you think I, lo- I have... you're obsessed with him. <laughs> you know, every fucking IMDb That's not credit. true, though. We went to Mel's like three years ago or something. During the good times. And he sat next to... Mel's. And he sat next to us, and you looked at me, and I was like, oh, that's Brian Drolet from The Hills. And uh, literally for three years, you've been like, Dude, you're obsessed with them. Just right. nonstop. All right. Thanks for contributing to that story. Um, <laughs> Did his episode get deleted? Well, or kind deleted. of. It, we, I didn't have a cable connected, so the whole podcast, and it was a really good podcast because he did that movie, uh, Dumbbells. Oh, yeah. With the sand, yeah. Which was in theaters. So that's Wait, pretty what's impressive. Wrong, what's wrong, Whitney? got deleted you you deleted that the dumbbell one um no it just i didn't have a cable plugged in so the whole sound there's this constant so it's just a conversation we had it's a great podcast too man and he talked about what it takes to get a movie made and and the the steps and you know we were in the pilot 12 steps we were in the pilot (laughs) damaged goods i remember uh, that pilot. what happened to it you know i think the pilots on 9-11 had a better day uh just (laughs) Didn't happen, but we're still we're still working it. We're helping that 3D scene with the crane works out. 
at Santa Clarita Studios up in. Uh, I remember my, when you were there, you called me multiple yeah. times. I remember I whatever. I was checking in via Facebook so people could see I was at a major studio on the uh, Tango and Cash. No, I'm sorry, that's my favorite Stallone movie. Uh, Tango and uh, Bash. Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. Uh, set, you know, Franklin couple, and Gash. Franklin and Gash. He was on the good intersection. The Bone Zone, the Gash Station. The Con- Bone Zone. That's our strip club we wanted to open two years ago. Yeah, me, Gruber, and Carlos <laughs> wanted to know, open up the Bone Zone and then have a sushi restaurant in <laughs> called um, the, the Gash Station. <laughs> <laughs> Try the fried rice, Whitney rice. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Whitney, Whitney Remember, Cummins, Paul Cummins. The good old days. Good old Blender. days. Dude, Eric just Robert. get on there. There's got to be a live one with big tits. When I would get on Blender, before there was Tinder. On, I used to go on Tinder until it fucking chewed up my data one month. and I did, <laughs> I did but buy like a $300 fucking credit. I had to lie and say uh, someone stole my phone because... <laughs> I did, you know, Tinder is a data usage service, so if you never turn it off, it just keeps... Yeah, that's so, so was, funny. Because yeah. I'd be on the gym for like two hours on the treadmill, just clicking right, just <laughs> trying to get some action, you know. Whitney looks so horrified. Well, listen, if if I told stories about Whitney and, and who blows up her phone, known and unknown, I mean, that's another podcast. Let's just say if your roses are ever in bloom... You might have a good day. <laughs> there's gold in them there hills. So, uh, you know, I hope there's law and order tonight. Um, <laughs> dude, dude you what, what is she friends game? with Mike Young? <laughs> Young Mike. Um, I, listen, I'm I not love gonna, Mike Young. I'm not going to rat on who blows up Whitney's phone, but, you know. But I am going to listen to rat. Let's, <laughs> let's just say uh, my favorite drummer in Kiss was Eric Carr, the Fox. Um, <laughs> yeah, two can play that game, Holmes. You play with fire, you'll get burned. Lachlan? Oh, yeah. Lachlan? He's very good looking. Lachlan Patterson got, uh, he's on Last Comic Standing. He's a check for him. Very good looking guy. I think Whitney was quite enamored with him. Totally left a conversation she was having with me to talk to Lachlan. So, <laughs> birds of a feather fuck together. So, Carlos Herrera, where can people find you on Twitter? At CJ Herrera. How, how, why don't you spell it? It's C-J-H-E-R-R-E-R-A. Yeah, his listeners don't speak Spanish. Yeah, what do you think this is? Telemundo? <laughs> this is radio, not TV. That's a callback from the Die Hard line. And earlier. <laughs> and Sandy, where you'll be at the Improv this Sunday? Yeah, May 11th, 9 p.m. I'll be at the Improv and Westside Comedy Theater, May 15th. And where can uh, people find you on Twitter? Uh, at Sandy Danto. And Whitney... Uh, uh, my Twitter is Whitney Lee Rice, and please check out my webcam modeling uh, videos as well as my website, Contribute. And uh, look up Whitney Lee Rice on YouTube. She's That's got, where they're at. She's actually got some really funny, a lot of funny, uh, over 100 YouTube videos. I've got six, and the, the, the newest one is like four years old. So she's working the system. We're on our way to the Ice House. This is Earl. You can find me on Twitter at... Uh, Jerry Sandusky and uh, Jerry Sandusky. They knew what was going on with that guy. Oh, I was a contributor to the Second Mile charity. Second Mile. Last Mile. Cinderella's hit song. Me and, me and Jerry Sandusky took a chubby boy in the shower. I we went husky to Sandusky. <laughs> I mean, they knew what that guy was up to. All the shower heads were at a foot and a half. Hey, 
What goes into 13 twice? Jerry Sandusky. Uh, that's an old Michael Jackson joke. So, uh, all right. I, you can find me on Twitter at Earl Skakel, E-A-R-L-S-K-A-K-E-L. We are on uh, SoundCloud. And for you, Steve Jobs, Bone Smokers, we're also on iTunes. Don't look up Earl Skakel on iTunes. That gets you to my shitty comedy CD. Uh, look up Inappropriate Earl. Uh, this episode will be released uh, in a few hours. I'd like to personally, in all seriousness, thank Sandy and Carlos for coming back. I know it was a pain in the ass. I'd like to thank Whitney for coming in uh, toward the tail end. Watch her episode number 20 with Whitney. Uh, or listen to it. It's really funny. And uh, Tony Katane episode's great. David Arquette. A lot of funny uh, people are coming to Don Fry, UFC legend. Uh, we got Fred Curry from Cinderella, the drummer from Cinderella, coming in in a few weeks. Stephen... Yeah, he had the best quote ever in rock and roll history when they said, Fred, what are your career goals? He said, I just want to be good enough to play on the albums. What the fuck? So uh, I'll see you guys uh, on the Internet Superhighway. And as always, stay white. Doing.